Namaste and welcome to the Wednesday 10 p.m. international show. And uh, as usual, we have Shri Vibhuti Jha. And today I have Puneet Sani for the Wednesday 10 p.m. And we are going to talk about this uh, curious phenomenon where uh, Gurdwara has been attacked and bombed in Afghanistan. Uh, a few days earlier, there were attacks on the Sikh community in Pakistan, and there have been numerous such cases. But every time this happens, the Khalistanis keep quiet. And uh, every time they circulate the map, the major part of Maharaja Ranjit Singh's empire is missing. <laughs> Whereas they add even half of Rajasthan in that map. Right. So, uh, uh, t- today, I'm going to start uh, by asking Puneet to explain this phenomenon to us. Hmm. Namaste Sanjay Ji, Namaste Vibhuti Ji, Jai Ma Bharti, good to be with you again. So, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, easy to empathize with madness, but hard to explain it. So... <laughs> Very good, no, very good. Sanjay, very good. you know, like the thing is what you are saying, like uh, I remember the day because it, sadly it was India's Independence Day when this uh, Taliban came to power. It was 15th of August, I remember, of last year. Right. right? right so right, that is right. 2021. At that time, the biggest Khalistani sitting in India, his name is Simran Singh Man. And you know, he comes from such an illustrious family of, you know, Arur Singh was his uh, maternal grandfather. If you read, his party immediately issued a statement so it is 15th August or 16th August. You can go and check. And he said Sikhs have historical relationships with uh, uh, Pashtuns and Afghans. And we welcome the rule of Taliban. So this is what they do. It's not that they keep quiet. They, they, they what do you say, blow drum beats for them. And when they were saying this, if you look, I'm saying 2021, right? In 2020, a Gurdwara in Kabul was bombed. 25-6 So, one year after that, this guy is saying this. If you look at 2018, a Gurdwara in Jalalabad was home. Again, 20 people were died. So, again, you just have to understand these people are basically, they have nothing to do with us. They are they are Pakistanis. And by Pakistanis, I don't mean all Pakistani. I have very good friends who are Pakistani. I just mean there is, and is a Pakistan is not a land or people. It's a ideology. It's a mindset. And it's mindsets, which it's is, an idea. you know, yeah, it's, it's rife with confused identity with a sense of superiority, but all around you feel, you know, what do you say? Like you are nothing, like you are behind everything. So what you do is then you go, it's like schizophrenia. You feel the whole world is doing conspiracy against you, you know? So what is difference between like this, uh, uh, wale and what this, you know, like Pakistani, but there is nothing. They're just like, we are great people, we are superior, but this entire world is a conspiracy and, you know, it's a cosmic battle between good and evil. So whatever, they are confused what their identity is. So whatever, they, if you scratch a little bit of the history, they would find, you know, they are people of this land. You know, they have grown up, their parents were there, their mothers were definitely the same. They want to, you know, fight with that. So this happens actually, you know, like people who come from abusive homes, you know, like, uh, or, you know, like, you hate your father, but you can't escape your father. It's kind of like a schizophrenia. It's it's a mental disorder that you're dealing with. So all kinds of things that you would do, you can do anything that you want to do for them. But they will always play this game of resentment. For example, like, you know, even this thing, 
what this Modi is doing exactly what Mrs. Gandhi was doing. So if you see, this was an Akali demand. And for that, you know, they, they create such a hue and cry and paralyze the entire country in a way for this division of Punjab. And everybody was saying, this is a wrong thing. It doesn't make any sense. But Mrs. Gandhi said, okay, I'm going to show this generosity that I have a large heart for the Sikhs. In the end, she died. And if you look at the Akalis, what they're saying now, it's like Mrs. Gandhi divided Punjab. Oh, this was an Akali demand, bhai. <laughs> this is what they will do with Modi. You see, they created this farm, uh, farm protest, right? After 20 years, they are going to abuse Modi that he didn't bring reforms in the farm sector. This is what they do. So they have to just play the victim. And you know, this Akali's leader have said, you can read Gopal Singh's book. So this is their biggest leader, Tara Singh has said. He's like, you know, they are like ruling this Akali's as like uh, ruling this, uh, being the king of Afghanistan. So they just try to topple you or fight. So the only way to basically be the king is to engage them in some kind of war or campaign or another. So this is what the Sikhalis do all the time. Right. And that question is very, you very correctly said that appeasement never works and you will be blamed whether you do something or you don't do something. But my question is one. And Puniji, I want to hear from you. And I keep wondering about it. All these Khalistanis keep asking for Khalistan in India. But I never hear anything about the Punjab that is in Pakistan. What is the reason for that? Are they afraid of the Punjabis in Pakistan? Or they are afraid of Muslims in Pakistan? Why there is no cry, no voice about that? No, it's just like you're expecting rational behavior from schizophrenic people. It's as simple as that. So you expect rational from a serious person. But if you look at, for example, what their Bindramala was saying or what this Tikat and all these lunatics, what they see now, you just see like, for example, Tikat is kind of like a Khalistani. He's not demanding, but you know, his mindset. So you can't reason with these people, bhai. Of course, what you say is absolutely right. This The border of Maharaja Ranjit Singh was satellite. So the British did the Treaty of Amritsar, where they said Maharaja Ranjit Singh would not come below Satlaj. So below Satlaj is most of our Punjab that we have today. So he expanded in the other directions. So again, they never ask about Maharaja Ranjit Singh. Like for example, there's like one, one some idiot was saying, because of Nupur Sharma, this has happened. Oh, bhai, okay, one person has, one Sikh has died. One person is too many. I agree. Why were it, then why were the bombing in Kabul in 2020? Why was bombing in Jalalabad in 2018? At that time, Nupur Sharma has said, even before Nupur Sharma has uh, uh, said, uh, uh, you see, a few weeks before that, there were two Sikhs who were killed in Peshawar, right? They were they were murdered just for the cause of uh, being Sikh. And if you look at this, you know, it's very interesting. All this Khalistani, they say, you know, like we are, huh, huh. when they were protesting against these Sikhs who had died, if you notice that they're protesting, they're carrying Pakistan flag. Here in this farm protest, they took this, you know, like uh, uh, without writing Khalistan, this flag of Khalistan, then they threw the tricolor and they, you know, put it on Red Fort. That was the time I swore that I'm going to wear a tricolor turban. You know, it was, I felt so humiliated, uh, humiliated and angered. They here, they are, you know, because the government allows them, they just can go around with anything. They can lynch people. But in Pakistan, where they know they will be slapped back, you see, even when their people have died, why, why don't you carry the Khalistan flag there? Why don't you carry the Nishan Sahib when you are protesting? 
in pakistan you just you know don't believe me you see where our two shopkeepers were killed for being sick when they are protesting they are protesting with the pakistan flag so it's just basically when you these people are not any times of you know with demands or arguments these people are basically extortionist there is difference between negotiation and extortion so what this far protest was or see this was extortion so when you are dealing with criminals with criminals the only thing that works is deterrence and you know like again you know i feel like i am just saying it it was the same what kps gill kept saying and punjab was almost lost before nobody listened to him and it just so happened you know the stars aligned that bian singh and narsimha rao and kps gill got power at the same time and punjab was salvaged from a position where indian state were, were had disintegrated so again you know it's just people don't listen sanjeev i'm sorry to dis- digress i want to bring another very important point do you know what yes, is the yes, date yes. today today is 23rd of june you know what happened on 23rd of june 329 people were blasted media that kanishka bombing and you oh, see yes. nobody oh, yes yes and i was yes, yes. Uh, and looking nobody has said anything against me and, and you know even uh, if my hindu brothers you know i fold my hand and you know like we're fighting i'm just saying you know of course i know what you must be feeling you know these monsters they blasted people mid air and you know you walk in front of a gurdwara and you see this poster of parmar and you see this uh, uh, bagdi and malik you know these bombers they are being uh, honored in the gurdwaras i know what your heart must feel i can imagine what i would feel if for example as a sikh if in gurdwaras sajjan sajjan kumar was being felicitated i can imagine that but you just look at this who fought who who and almost paid with their lives they died they survived within an, by miracle in within inch of their life was ujjal dosanjh and balraj deol they were both sikhs and even now they have basically you know managed to remove me from uh, twitter but i was making the noise i am also a sikh and i'm very grateful to be a sikh but you see like what are hindus doing about it they just want to you know like get a job or something and they just think okay the uh, bhagat singh should be born in my neighbor's home it is it was the biggest gravest act of aviation terrorism before 911 and sanjay ji you please go on twitter and you see nobody has spoken anything against it today it's so sad it's heartbreaking i know a couple of families now because you know i got uh, involved in this thing and i know what this uh, family suffer every day टेक्नोलॉजी are we not willing to accept knowing what we know now you very correctly pointed out that you can blame nupur sharma for this this uh, gurdwara attack but what about last year what about year before that what about earlier to that where was nupur sharma then so there is something which i urge people to watch the show that sanjay dikshit ji and i did on purva paksh understanding the enemy understanding the nature of the beast your thoughts on that are hindus in still in denial despite everything knowing what we know what do you think no, it's not denial i just think they know it's just like there are difference there are cultural differences right so each culture values different things so the way things are i don't know actually sanjay ji you know again i would digress back you know sikhism in a way what gurus has started was a great reform in that sense you know it had the sense of 
uh, urgency and you know like this will to fight and you know it was you no know, for example people just you know uh, put with for example sikhism with buddhism and jainism i you know and they their argument is like uh, you know they believe in also karma and punarjanam i kind of differ with that if you look at this for example uh, buddhism and jainism they reject the authority of the vedas right but sikhism doesn't if you even on a greater scale like for me you know i'm sorry i'm going into like philosophy but this is my understanding yes, sir, certainly it, certainly it, certainly why not yeah. why not yeah you look at it the most original contribution of this oldest civilization in the world in my understanding is krishna right and our understanding krishna is not just an avatar he's a purna avatar like a character like ram you will find in every civilization every culture you know he's the greatest being he takes the responsibility you know he fights and something but a, to accept a person like krishna not just as an avatar but as the purna avatar so if you look at it the jains could never accept it if you look at even arya samajis they can't accept krishna whereas if you look at for example sikhs we have completely accepted krishna i just say for example go to page number 182 of guru granth sahib you you just do it you can read it in uh, devanagari you can read it in english and there you will find a shabad of guru arjan dev ji in rag maru where he is talking about krishna and he basically says you know nobody can say this is not krishna he says uh, you know all the names they say govardhan dhari you know uh, murli manohar like all this word of krishna he is saying it and now this guru arjan is not some one of the contributors he is the first martyr of the sikh faith he is the guy who basically creates guru granth sahib and he is the guy whose contributions are the most in guru granth sahib of any contributor so if somebody knows what this granth is about it is guru arjan dev not this jahistani or khalistani everybody just go and 182 so the sikhism it basically i don't know this hindu sikh divide is basically complete nonsense there is almost no gap between you know again you know we are using an english taxonomy but there is a lot of difference between jainism and this traditional vaishnav parampara but there was almost none this is just a british creation so we have basically and what they did was they took vaishnavism and then they brought shakt they were trying to integrate all this diverse philosophies of india so you know there is unity and there is also this urge to defend it so now it is basically what they have created is worse than poison it's basically deoban i don't even know if like sikhism can be reformed by right now but what the gurus had tried to do was basically like the ideal thing and if this mission would have continued you know sikhism would have like multiplied multifold and india would have been such a united and you know uh, what do you say a powerful country i think i still think you know if you look at what they were trying to do there is a lot of greatness and you know maybe we should leave this sgpc but inspired by their what they were trying to do into it what they were trying to do was really great and a mammoth task quite quite right and uh, i think um, our uh, english audience hasn't had the benefit of uh, going back to the history of how the sikh separatism was uh, initiated by the british mm-hmm. and uh, i would request punit ji to just do uh, some kind of a summary of uh, the schism that was brought in by design oh sanjay ji like this is like i have given seven eight talks to sanjay dikshit ji of one hour yes like, but they are all in hindi this is a Anji. different audience right so uh, you know like so first i would say like if you understand hindi please watch the talk 
if you basically understand uh, english like i would say two books are really great one is uh, construction of religious boundaries by harjot obray and the second is six separatism by rajiv kapoor you can find on my telegram channel and also as sanjeev dikshit ji's website this jaipur dialogues yes but in bjaipurdialogues.com right so in essence basically after the british come right and to divide uh, this uh, hindu sikh you know they they come up and at that time you know there are a lot of processes are happening so for example printing press comes for the first time in india you know they are also not everything is in their control but this idea of like separate sikh identity and not just separate but inimical to you know like its sanatan roots and you know like that was encouraged by the british and it's not something like what i want to say you can basically see how their for example recruitment policy goes how the religion basically changes and now basically to win uh, the english rewards they basically try to imagine what our faith was into a monotheistic lens and try to forsake everything so for example what is the definition of sikh nobody cared we don't in indian idea we don't even have a word for a believer like for example like you know you have like a, 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 a what do you say christian is like a faith you know you believe in our we have such a wide language and so many languages in hundreds of indian languages as far as i know there is no word for a believer we have a lot of word jigyasu abhyasu gyani it's all about knowledge striving for knowledge but to say like you know you testify that this guy is a prophet or you testify this guy is a son of god this doesn't exist in our identity this idea also of course you know this book is to be revered because you know this is uh, an anthology of our gurus but this idea also that the knowledge can be uh, like you know contained in a book and no knowledge can exist outside of it this is again not our understanding so this one book concept this also comes from the british time this five case you will be surprised i have given a talk on sanjay dikshit ji and sanjay dikshit ji uh, uh, in hindi and also like to another person in english this five case that you believe as absolutely fundamental to the sikh faith that i also believe for more than 30 years of my life this is again a british creation it has no basis like what for example core this was a british creation as well you know you go and look at uh, guru gobind singh ji's wife's uh, letters you will find in this book called hukumname by ganda singh who is not a very honest person himself you see in every single letter she has written herself as sahib devi so this entire history has been changed and all this history is basically this pakistani mindset the like you basically do anything or start anything is basically to deny your indic roots that's what their entire purpose is and and they largely succeeded now we have a lot of uh, sgpc represents represents that mindset and this you know mad people uh, especially the more disconnected they are from india for example this lunatics living in uh, canada and uk so there is more than a critical mass which can uh, create a lot of destruction shivuti ji <laughs> you know it is it is unbelievably shocking the way we have allowed british to control our lives and the hindu sikh divide the hindu our thought process actually totally look look at the dravidian narrative exactly every narrative has been separate made separate sikh narrative uh, yeah look at the caste narrative yes 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 and, and we have largely ex- accepted it and we go about our lives uh, thinking that okay that's the right thing to do Correct. and i was doing a show today uh, i was trying to uh, 
look at uh, what the ncrt is doing ncrt in a very small way started correcting the textbooks so they are deleting some portions and lo and behold indian express comes up with a series with five articles on five days you know this a five article series it runs over over a whole week including and then a sixth they also run an editorial so that is the kind of uh, exercise that they do to build and defend those narratives sanjay ji can i say a point i agree with you i'll just say like a small point of disagreement with you like yeah. i just think you know we blame the british like when i read british was a lot of things they were doing no, i blame myself for... i blamed i blamed that, ourselves that, that was the point <clears throat> that was my point actually we allowed these things to be done to us why did we do that hanji let That's me just complete just let me complete totally one with that we no, can let blame just... the british because they were ruling us they did what they had to do did we do what we had to do that's my uh, concern and is that what the tradition continues even today that's okay. my can point. i just say one point please you know, go ahead no 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 puneet yeah. ji you you have the full liberty to uh, say this in detail you know so for example even the british what they were doing first they were looking for their interest that's right that's right second thing what they were doing was they were coming from a different world with a different understanding of the world what are words for example these are tools to engage with them so they didn't know what they are doing so a lot of times but as far as i know you know they were they were not liars if you read their communication they were at least communicating honestly what they found like this local people like for example we blame macolif you know even if you read sanjay dikshit uh, ji's uh, my talks is sanjay dikshit ji you see the person he found to do his local job tan singh naba and bhai veer singh now to give you an example bhai veer singh is basically shankaracharya of modern sikh he is like the fountain head that guy he is known as the father of punjabi prose that guy has got a sahitya academy award that guy has bhai veer singh sadans all across india if you want to buy sikhs that guy's books you have to read if you have to be a sikh preacher and that guy is such an evil despicable rotten person you can't imagine for example i just tell you you know again i revealed in uh, sanjay dikshit ji's uh, talk you would not believe but you know i'm saying uh, i've given evidence of it uh, many places in twitter so one of the most important books of sikh history was prachin panth prakash by ratan singh bangu now why was that book most important because this was before the printing press came right so very few books were written and this guy ratan singh bangu he comes from came from the almost the most illustrious family one half of his family was coming from the lineage of maharaja ranjit singh one half of his uh, family was coming from a great warrior you know we have a culture of warriors and venerating that and that guy in his book just doesn't write the book he is giving references to other books that have been written so he was one of the few people who has also managed to get other manuscripts and very well read no he had written in his book everywhere hindu dharma what veer singh did was he took his book and removed hindu dharma and put everywhere sikh dharma this is what he has done so veer say uh, uh, bangu says you know all about devi devtas you know how we are rooted in this and you know he would even say like we had a shakt parampara like we would do a sacrifice of like a bull before we will go to the war he removed everything so that guy from an historical document removed everything and put his own things like how, can you imagine this level of fraud like for example i take a bible and i remove everything and i say okay like you know i just put my own things this is what we, no british did this this is what veer singh has done 
so you know even if you look at for example uh, this british coming this if you look go back in the british time such great historians were there and they were also like pro british but for example jadunath sarkar he was pro british what a great historian after independence what we have produced we have produced romila thakur or uh, romila thapad and this uh, irfan habib and all this kind of sewage we have produced so you, you see like you know the british system in a way was kind of more merit- meritocratic they did not understand india they did not understand especially like you know very uh, unique indian things and of course you know they wanted to spread their empire but in terms they also you know like in like an engineer who was coming out of a british institute was better a doctor who was coming out of it better they didn't do this you know like this lalu yadav thing to give, to make this quota politics like lalu yadav's daughter for example she was he got her daughter a quota admission she was failing in all the semesters in the final semester she became the topper this didn't happen the british time this is we have again if we have to reform we have to reform ourselves and reform our community we lie more than british even today so until and unless we reform our character how can our country improve so again you know this is this is my opinion you can disagree with it you know. no no bihar mein ek category hai pass without english hamare karpuri thakur ne shuru kiya tha wahan pe so you know lalu yadav when he was visiting new york he was running after doctors yaar ek do second hand third hand mri machine bhijwa dijiye wahan delhi jana padta hai mri machine ke liye so lalu yadav is an is a terrible exception to the rule in uh, he is an institution in himself he is he is an own institution that's perfectly true own institution but uh, you know what, what is important here is puniji uh, i will mention that although you have done several shows with sanjay ji you know it is important that message must spread the more it spreads in various forums the but it may be boring for you because to repeat the same thing not everybody can read a book because there every time you say something there is always a new viewer or somebody listening to you it's important that this message carries forward i have another question and like you are you have very rightly said and i think we all agree on this my concern just, is always just just yeah. just one second let uh, me remind the viewers to ask questions start yes. shooting your questions and also please like the video share it around and also subscribe to the channel okay the mandatory my, my thing is my thing is very simple you are absolutely right and i think we all three of us agree that whoever came to india attacked india ruled india they did it for their benefit it was not for the benefit of local people that is there my question is to us why did we let it happen is our threshold of pain so big that we keep tolerating crap from everybody else that's my key inquiry with everybody who is viewing today when will our threshold of pain will say no more do you think we have reached that stage in my case i have my threshold of pain is over i can't take crap anymore so you know tolerance is enough i'm not willing to adjust if you are going to tell me nupur sharma did something wrong i will tell you change your text if you don't want to be quoted that don't tell me that i'm wrong if you abuse me be prepared to listen to my abuses as well i have got on to that stage now i have to ask my question that's the point which i am when will the desi hindu threshold of pain will will, will be over ab nahi do you think it is coming no there are many things like for example you know like when you say we i don't think there is so much we like you you see this tikat and you see this sgpc 
from what i understand you know these are basically predator birds and whatever they can bite jiski jitni badi choch hai utna bada wo chak maar leta hai yahan pe like we don't have like for example unified values you know this is what we stand for this is what we sacrifice like france is a small country you know they did this uh, blasphemy and that the person died they basically put this poster they like you do whatever you want so we don't have we either don't have a consensus on what our values are or we have them and we are not willing to fight even when you talk about the british like to give you an example how much british ruled over us 200 years do you know 400 years the british were ruled by the romans and when they talk about this divide and rule this divide and rule was applied on the british by the romans so bhai it's all a question of mind and technology you become mind you become powerful you rule the world who has stopped you from you know uh, using this so it is empowering yourself you know and being a society that is grounded in truth so you have trust and you know you can build something like sgpc has created it's all lies you know what this one guy arun shori did he basically destroyed the entire left narrative like i can never imagine doing this with christianity you can agree or disagree with it because there is zero scholarship i can never imagine doing this with hinduism but a guy like me okay he has two standard deviations uh, uh, above the norm intelligence and you know who can think from first principles in 6 in 6 7 months i just read about this and i disrupted the entire six scholarship so again you know like i just wherever i think you know i don't know even my wife says you have become uncle you know you just act like this but you know, <laughs> you know like you know like i i just see wherever what is happening around me you know ंग but what are these values if we don't have some values that we agree over then we are just like a competing tribes we are not a nation we are not a, would you say citizens in the real sense in my understanding well that is what these days the supreme court likes to call the constitutional morality of course we differ from it in a very big way <laughs> but then uh, that's what they say okay the overriding values but uh, the problem is uh, uh, of values also and the another problem is of the state i think the state applies the values differently to different people how do we address that yeah it's a, but you know these people who are okay sanjay ji let me give you another example right so you quote you know this guy his name was uh, like uh, i think it was the bail plea of what's his name uh, vijay malya and you know this guy his name is katju katju who is supreme court judge yeah. i think or supreme court lawyer so you know he, he kind of markande katju han jo markande katju i have he a very the, good he is the he is the grandson of kalashnath katju the second home minister of india acha sanjay ji so this guy kashmiri you know, pandit okay han ji yeah. sanjay ji so this katju he would go to the british court and do the theatrics that they do like for example in india you know like to releases and you know so one british judge he wrote the judgment and i read the judgment and it was like i was so inspired and i was so shamed at the same time you please read the judgment of that british judge 
what he has written for this Markande Katju was doing in the, what do you say, in the court there. He has basically stripped him without using a single aggressive word. He has just exposed like what this guy, and you just can't say any word without it because it's all facts. Like he has just stripped that guy that if I'm a person, I would not be able to show my face for five years. What, because he has exposed what this guy was doing in the court in the most polite and civil language, built on all facts. And I was like, and I, I bet you that Markande Karju would never do like a thing like this in front of this judge. And I was shamed. I was like, why can't an Indian judge write, write like this? He was also born of a woman and a man like we are born. You read that judge and you tell me which judge in India writes the judgment like this. So anyways, I think we, if we have to improve, we have to improve ourselves and start at a community level. sense of responsibility. You can call him Christian or whatever. For me, it's basically what is your human potential and what you're contributing to the society. Like if, if I meet him, whatever he believes in, even like I would bow down to him, like what a great person, what, what, with what sense of responsibility and panache he's doing his job. I don't know an Indian judge here. Maybe I'm wrong. Of course, you know, I have a very limited set. But please read that judgment and you'll be, you'll be happy to read it. I've read, I've read those excepts. Yes. Okay. Yes, Vibhutiji, you wanted to ask. I, I wanted to ask one phenomenon. Actually, the question is very, you know, it bothers me. When I see these Khalistanis colluding with Pakistani elements, it makes me wonder as to what is their mindset? Because it's, you know, Hobnobbing with uh, the uh, with the with the uh, with the Pakistani elements is like not caring for the fact that their people were the ones who boiled Sikh gurus, killed you know families, destroyed the try to destroy the Panth. Yet these people are hobnobbing with them. It's like those people raped your mother, brutalized your family, killed your children, and now after that you are going to have dinner with them. Do they not know the history or do are they actually all Pakistanis dressed as Sikhs? I want to understand that phenomenon. No, their history has been completely changed. So Vibhutiji, Jaisi, uh, I, I was just talking to Sanjayji as well. So uh, I'll go back. I didn't explain when Sanjayji asked me to do. So they basically, you know, what normal understanding of this is, ki in 1980s, Mrs. Gandhi mismanaged and Bindramala came and, you know, then there was like this tragic consequences of 84, right? So there was a book written by Rajiv Kapoor that again, you can find from a telegram channel or Sanjay Dikshiji's website. It I don't know if that guy wrote another book. It came out in 1986. It's an excellent book. One of the best books that you can read on it. And what he makes the case and the more I have researched myself and I'm completely convinced with it and I'm also trying to write a book on it. The roots of all this poison and conflict is, is in the 1920s when the British created this and they are basically inspired one-to-one -one with basically Muslim League. To give you an example, what was the Muslim League demand? So what does mean? We are a separate nation. means they were 25% give us a 50% share. We give us a disproportionate share. Now, if you look at the Guru, who is a master of, you know, like a Persian and also use a lot of uh, Arabic theology, in his entire, you know, works, he has never used the word qom even once. So he doesn't know what qom is. But when Muslim League start using the word qom, you, SG, this uh, Akalis and, you know, before that, 
it was they started using the word qom ajay sanjay ji tell you another thing this akali dal comes later the first sikh party is actually central sikh league so like muslim league they made a central sikh league you know okay, so they were just ha okay. huh, that came in 1990 so they were just doing everything that muslim league was doing muslim league said direct action this uh, sgpc said direct action so that's how they captured the gurdwaras so uh, they were demand like 25% give us quota if you look at the punjab demand what they were they were like we are 15% of the population give us 30% share of the uh, what do you say uh, co- uh, quotas so whatever they were doing and basically they had set in motion a certain kind of a mindset and politics that they were going no even they like if you read anywhere they say sikh is a monotheistic religion these idiots don't know anything by like monism monoth- even in islam if you look at islam of course you know this idea the first 2 300 where they say islamic golden age in that you know there were some muslim societies where you had freedom to question freedom to think freedom to criticize even prophet muhammad but you know like afterwards when they this were uh, 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 asharites win and they decapitated and there is a guy who comes after this mongol invasion his name is ibn tamiyah he basically brings this concept of tauhid and what is this tauhid that all this you know this sufis and all this thing of thing slaughter decapitate all of them and they are saying we are monotheistic religion they don't know anything why like they 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 have no idea what they are speaking even when this was uh, happening like punjab terrorism were happening they were going they used to live in pakistan i give you a very interesting example sanjay ji you know like how stupid this human rights people are like for example they were uh they put a gay and trans flag in afghanistan when you know so this is their mindset this is their awareness so you can imagine what they write but there was a lady his name is patricia gosman patricia gosman in 1991 she wrote this human rights report for asia watch right so apart from what you can expect she she sells very funny things for example all these khalistanis were completely illiterate and i have talked about it given the data like more than 90% had not completed 10th grade the most educated person in all of them his name was son singh so his committee they used to say panthi committee and that used to be in pakistan he said if you put in newspaper that we are in pakistan we are going to kill you so they the <laughs> media star, he said you have to say bindran wala sant otherwise we are going to kill you the media start writing sant and they said you don't call us terrorist you have to call us khadgu which is a punjabi word or call us khalistan mujahideen because at that time you know this uh, russian uh, iranian revolution had happened and this was happening in afghanistan to, to be a mujahid was a good thing so they are completely and completely inspired by this taliban the moment you understand that everything is revealed that's why this you know simranjit singh man is saying they have nothing in common with that civilization they are they are like the pakistan within bhai like whatever you think and do they have nothing to do with gurus they right? say just by wearing a turban they don't become a sikh you have they don't know anything they are from start to uh, from the start to last they are taliban that's how they think that's how they have perverted the religion to be that's how they behave so yeah for for you it is a, what you say a surprise for me it's just sad but that's the way it is it, it is what it is yeah that uh, that's, that's that's quite right but of course it is not a surprise for me i don't know about the bhuti ji and i don't know about the audience today i i i uh, keep, oh, sorry go ahead after that i will ask yeah, yeah go ahead uh, 
yeah i mean if you want to ask something please go ahead i didn't have anything particular to ask okay my thing was something very simple i said you know i use that phrase now a lot knowing what we know ab sara kuch pata hai where is the solution what do we do? where do we go from here you know like we know the human failings we know appeasement we know everything is happening you know but where do we go from here what's next no vibhuti ji the way i look at the world is never about what we know because the world is full of facts the world is like how i look at things is and you know this is the same thing like for example the best friend of my wife you know one time she was looking for a boyfriend or like this and i was like what do you want she didn't know so and she knows or not she's a phd in like and not some garbage field like gender studies or race studies or something she's a phd in like stem right it's not a question of what you know the question is what are your what are the most important things for you so can you tell me the three things that are the most important to you in life that is number 1 and second is what are you ready to sacrifice for it till you don't know these two answer to this two questions you have no direction in life you may be doing well your children may be doing well you may have money but bhai meri zindagi mein prathak kya hai aur uske liye main kya tyag karne ko taiyar hu uske usse pehle koi zindagi mein disha nahi hai bhai to kya sach hai ki bharat bharat bhartiya sanskriti mere liye sabse hai iske liye main apna tyag de sakta hu yahan pe baat banke koi aage kuch chal sakta hai aap pata to aap jitna mardi fight kar lijiye usse usse kya pata ho jayega pata se kuch nahi pata hota bhai him meri soch hai i'm sorry you know like you may disagree because the question is always asked what's the question answer everybody has if you you ask a question everybody has an answer but the only when you know what the question is what is the quest all about you are absolutely right i agree with you know thyself first if you don't know what you want then you are driving aimlessly that's simple as that so that's how did we become aimless how this this faith this this belonging of us vedic knowledge where at what point in time we became absolutely you know forgetful of that not realizing that dharma means a lot where did we lose the sense of dharma and how do we regain it that's important so you know like the things are even in one generation so like you know there is a great book by jadunath sarkar if you for example look you know he writes on muslim uh, sorry mogal administration right and uh, he didn't write on army because irwin had already written and you know it's a very small book you read there was basically no education system and that's why when they abuse even caste like muslims were uh, sorry i'm saying muslim this moguls bhai there was no university no nothing there was just the darbar and every thing was done for the darbar and in the village it was, so even people arrange according to them so there was no university acha sanjay ji i tell you something very fascinating that you didn't uh, you know this you did this fight between telangana and andhra and nobody talked about ki why this happened and i couldn't understand when i went and this is how what a ter- terrible job our media does i was like okay what was the fight you see the basically the andhra was half of it was in hyderabad which was the biggest state of all 500 something states in india right and the in some ways people say the richest the guy was the richest in flava in that 80% of villages so i think there were about 20000 or villages did not have a single school did not have a single pathshala this uh, hyderabad other half of hyderabad was in madras this uh, madras presidency and in madras presidency this british came and they of course ran this missionary schools to convert and something but at least we had education 
So in just a few generations, this uh, 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 Telugu's from Madras presidency became much better educated. That this Telugu's from this uh, Hyderabad could never compete. So they couldn't play Hindu Muslim because they had the same religion. They could not play, you know, Punjabi Hindi because they all speak the same language. But because of you know just a couple of generations of this rot. This uh, Telugu's from uh, what do you say, up, uh, Hyderabad could just not compete with them. That's why they kept asking for quota within quota, and you know the state eventually died. So for hundreds of years, we have just created a uh, you know uh, facing all these wars and you know this uh, uh, what do you say, this Turkic invasions, where we lost our education. So whatever was in the past was in the past. You talk about today, you can create from today. You know, so these Japanese they had nothing. The squad they had nothing. In a couple of generations, they went to the top. So we can also go to the top. I think we should. Of course, we were a great civilization once, but we have to be tomorrow. We have to, you know, focus on today and focus on today can start with something small. You know that I will try to speak the truth, even if I have to suffer for it, because all knowledge is built on truth. You know, like somebody finds and you're like, okay, this foundation is strong. I can build on it. But if your entire foundation is built on lies, you can never create anything on it. So, for example, SGPC. The fact is that uh, you know. This Punjab and Sikhism, which re represented the fountainhead of intellectual movement, has become intellectually dead because it's all lies. Sanjay ji, I don't know. Like you know, for example, you'll be inspired when the greatest Hindu in a thousand years, and this is what Jadu Nasarkar has also said. Creative genius is uh, Shivaji Maharaj. I think you would agree with me. If yes, you yes, read, yes. if you read, do you know what Shivaji Maharaj said on his deathbed to Samarth Ramdas? He or we should go to Sapta Sindhu. What is Sapta Sindhu? Is Punjab. So even when he was fighting for Hindu Swaraj and you know, like for civilization, everybody knew the center of our civilization is Punjab. This is where Vedas have been written, and they. You look at this in this land of Vedas. It's utter garbage. I don't think they. You can put the entire thing together. They can compete with one Punisani. So what? What do you want to? And I'm not some anybody. Like I can't. If I meet Peter Thiel or Jordan Peterson, I will not even open a word. I'm not some you know genius. But I'm just saying it. Right now, it's just garbage. There is nothing. It's just all lies. Like Sanjay ji, can you imagine? For a hundred years, we call ourselves Sikhs. Sikhs means student, and we say we are very brave. For a hundred years, no Sikh had e either the curiosity to look or the courage to say openly that these five Ks are a fraud. This is the most fundamental thing. On this, they have. Made the entire, you know, like uh, this modern Sikhism. On this basis, they have removed people from Sikh faith. On this basis, they have disenfranchised people, and this was a complete lie. And nobody had the curiosity or the courage to say it. So things are very, very bad. But you know, you can think about you know great time of Vedas and all these things. But we have to start today and look what it is and what right. today is very is very very bad. But it's not. You know, you look at. History of the Scots or Japanese, you know. Uh, to give you an example, Sanjay ji, at the time when Gurumukhi was developed in Punjab, do you know in Scotland not a single person could sign their name? At the time when uh, this uh, Guru Hargobind he raised an army, you read accounts of it. People would not go in Scot uh, uh, streets of Scotland because they would say people will throw feces out of their windows, or actually there were no windows out of their houses. There was nothing. And when this happened, this uh, industrial uh, revolution, and before that, scientific what do you say, scientific revolution, like what is this Adam Smith and what is this uh, John Stuart Mill? It was done all by Scots. So in a couple of generations, from being like 
complete, you know, the most uncivilized people, they became the fountainheads of civilization. Even the Japanese, they were just farmers. They had nothing. In a couple of generations, they became the top. So in a cup, whatever we are, even if we don't didn't have this Vedic history, in a couple of generations, if we get some things right, we can be at the top of the world. But who will get this yes, things uh, right? No, that, that's why I will always say that uh, it's the narrative uh, that once you get hold of your narrative, once you push the narrative, the correct narrative, we are not asking anybody to build false narrative either. You get hold of our narrative, I think we can correct most things. But then it has to start with the mind first. And uh, once you have the mind, actually it's the mind that drives the body. So once you have the mind in the right place and you have the right thoughts, then you have the right narrative, then you can drive the body along. Uh, that's what I think the right solution is. Uh, I think uh, it's time now to go to the questions. Yes. yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. And before that, I make my uh, request again to please uh, support us. We always keep uh, requesting you for financial support. And uh, you can do that by going to our description. And we have various options that you can use to support us via GPay, Paytm, and PayPal. All these options are available. And they are also given there in the description. OK, questions, please. Uh, 